Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy, howdy. I wonder, are we competing with the DC thing going on tonight? People going to be catching us? I think all on- the rallies have... have uh- are over. Oh, are they? I mean, all that I was watching. They had some rappers up there just a second ago. I saw uh, on YouTube. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some, that that you know, that's what I saw. I don't know. I was exactly, watching but... two different rallies simultaneously. Oh. And uh, they have two different ones. Well, there was "Stop the Steal" was going, and then um, "Women Voters for Trump." I think is what the other group sponsored the other one. I was watching those two. Is where Pete Santilli, I think, was at the. Women voters for Trump. Nice. And uh and then Stop the Steal was going on. The one the one I saw that looked like it stopped was the Stop the Steal. Um, but I could be mistaken. I don't know. Whichever one was on away. right side media on the TV. Okay, that, that was the Stop the that's Steal. That's the one that had the the rappers up there when All right. when okay. I came in here. It might be over now, but I came in here to start the show and that's you know, yeah, that that's was how that stop was the steal. Yeah, so welcome everybody coming in. Thank you so much. Please, please, please don't forget to hit that like and share. Help us overcome the AI censors. Uh, we were talking to some some me- media people today, some marketing people today, and they said, you guys are awesome, didn't they? They said our people were awesome. Right. (laughs) And we said, we know our people are awesome. You are awesome. And we thank you guys so much for the support that you give us. We thank you so much for what you're doing to restore liberty. Because the support you give to us is the support you give to the future of America. Yeah. When we get off of here now, the polls will close in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's going on right now. So we're going to have a big show tomorrow, JC. Are we not going to have a big show? I I think I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about. I wanted to show this sort of as we you know, we like to give people time to come in and watching the numbers grow, grow, grow. Uh, But I wanted to share this with you because I thought this was really interesting. JC, two things that JC loves the most about the 21st century is Apple and um cell phone internet uh applications stuff like that yeah yeah that was that sarcasm big yeah big tech that's right apple and big tech uh big tech and apple yeah. in particular there My you go favorite i got that right people. your favorite wonderful people. wonderful patriotic folk so i know this is infowars but these are directly on behalf of china yeah the these are taken actually straight from uh, the accounts on Twitter. Todd Starn says in advance of the big Trump, uh, DC Trump rally, Apple Maps has blocked directions around the nationals' capital. Interesting. So does Stephanie Hamill says the same thing. Apple Maps won't give directions to DC before the pro-Trump rally. Try it on your phone. Here's Brigitte Gabriel. Uh, I mean, look at all these people who are like, wait, what? Directions not available. Yeah, well, as. What? As as some of our viewers know, I worked at the National Security Agency for a while. And so my first question is, is this Apple blocking it or is it NSA blocking it? Right. Yeah. Is this the, the, the feds. But is there a difference that actually matters? Are okay, you mentioning another, a distinction without difference here? Yeah, that's <laughs> good point. Is it Apple or is it the NSA? Does it matter? Right. The answer is yes. <laughs> the, yeah, there you go. The answer <laughs> is yes. Yes, it is. So we that, are, and that's right, Terry. I same thing. I've said the same thing. Buy buy maps. Whatever happened to the remember we used to have the book, the the what do they call those? Atlases, right? Mm-hmm. Almost forgot the word. It's been so long. You had the atlas, which is a you know, a paper version of Google Maps mm-hmm. for, for you millennials out there. Um <laughs> yeah, you may need them again. Something you actually have to hold in your hand yeah, and turn read. Turn the page. And read. Page. It's this, not going to go north and south for you. This is what a page is, millennial. <laughs> you, and they bind them together in these things called books. And to see what's Rand next. Rand McNally. <laughs> to see what's next, you turn the page. This is this is the ancient version of scrolling. <laughs> This is what scrolling used to look like. That's how you move. That's how you move forward in the page. So, yeah, get a paper map. Yeah. 
I don't. Can you even buy those anymore? You can go. You'll find them in the museums. Uh, eBay. <laughs> eBay. Yeah, like you, the you vintage know. section of the eBay. vintage <laughs> eBay. Same place you find the old um, six million dollar man action figure, which That's I happen you're... to know for a fact that JC actually searched for in the last twenty four hours. That's correct. <laughs> because uh, I had to remind myself, our friend Bernie Thompson, the huge Liberty fighter. Um, shared the he likes to share this nostalgic stuff and oh, I was he's like, such a nostalgic guy. i said I, man i had one of those i had the old six million dollar man action figure aka doll um doll. he had a there was a <laughs> hole in the back of the head that you look, look through, through, his eye. through his bionic yeah. eye anyway okay so i point. actually had one of those and i had a gi joe that actually had a buzz I had the cut hair the with the cut. fuzzy yeah, the like, fuzzy hair yeah, yeah, yeah. and i decided that he needed a haircut one day so i rode down the street with my big wheel and scraped his head on the sidewalk and gave him a haircut yeah <laughs> Apple, Apple how Max. can you how many nostalgic things can you put in one show the big wheel and shaving my gi joe action finger with kung fu karate chop right Liberty, remember as a kung fu karate constitution chop? freedom of speech i mean all of those old-timey nostalgic things that not many people have anymore right exactly the stuff so. that made life happy Right. Right. Hey, speaking of things that make life happy before we get started, wanted to share this with you. We are coming up on In Defense of Liberty time, guys. In Defense of Liberty is your premier, premier self-defense training in the W.O.R.L.D. world. Larry Stevenson, the guy, the only guy you want to learn from because he's the only one teaching what you need to know to stay alive. And he will also teach your children. This is a family affair. Constitution training, hand-to-hand -hand self-defense, handgun accuracy and precision, real-world shooter defense. We're not shooting targets. We're rolling around and shooting pictures yeah. of people. Dynamic. <laughs> dynamic. 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 So it's yeah. something that we, JC, this will be year number four for us. Lives changed. Can you say? You, you can say that very easily, right? Lives changed. And my cousin just reminded us there's maps in all the truck stops he's a truck oh, driver he's a truck so driver you there get, you go so. you get maps there and I, so I, truck drivers apparently still use maps i have to say and my cuz will laugh at this um i i believe i lost my gi joe action figure when i set my grandmother's yard on fire and, and <laughs> half the freaking town almost burned i don't think down. you're supposed to talk about that at this point well so. it's over now uh i think i'm beyond the statute of limitations i wouldn't admit it then but <laughs> i have to admit it now playing with matches set the entire forest behind the house on fire and your mom now and, knows about it yeah mom knows sorry about mom it. mom still knows about it but still out. remember this is where you need to go i'm giving you till advance notice this is march because we always get to like two weeks out before in defensive training jc and somebody's like i wish i had known I wish I had known. And so we're trying to tell you, this is it. You have to get on this list. It is a very small class. We don't even have 15 people in this class. Yeah. So you have to sign up now. Yes, he is the bearded black cowboy in Whitesboro, Texas. He trains Navy SEALs, guys. You will not find a better instructor anywhere in the world. Larry, bottom awesome. line. Larry is awesome. So I wanted to talk to you today. Just very briefly, I wanted to throw this out there to help some people because there's a lot of misinformation going on out there. And so I'm just going to give you something to look at while I'm explaining this to you. Right. So you guys know this guy. This is Thomas Jefferson. This is, by the way, right here, my Facebook page, just in case you're wondering where you can get this information as well. But. The story is in the 1800 election, Thomas Jefferson was the current vice president who was running for office of president. Now, historically, this is a highly controversial election. This is where we get the 12th Amendment from, JC, because there's a tie. Remember, in 1800, we were still running with uh, the first guy that the guy that gets the most votes is president. The guy who gets the second amount of votes is vice president. And then you have a problem, which would have been awesome to have uh jefferson and adams together in office can you imagine <laughs> i like this fighting right and so article two of the constitution provides that the senate president which what we're going to see tomorrow 
uh, opens the seat, state sealed electoral college votes. Jefferson uh, did not actually do the counting of those votes. That counting, as it still is today, is tasked by people who are called the tellers. And so the tellers during the... It was like a 60s band or something. Yeah, the tellers. <laughs> so the story is the history, the debate, the controversy, the legend says that during the opening of the seals, it's alleged that the Georgia votes were not sealed properly. How ironic is that, Georgia? as well. We're not sealed properly. Jefferson and the tellers ended up counting the votes anyway. Now, because of this, the premise has been presented that Jefferson counted those votes illegally to ensure that he was president. And therefore, our current vice president, who's also Speaker of the House, Mike Pence, also has the authority to autonomously reject votes. Since Jefferson autonomously counted them, the idea is that Pence can autonomously reject them. Now, that premise is false by two reasons. Number one, Jefferson did not choose to count those votes. As a matter of fact, Jefferson's counting of those votes included no choice at all, guys. He had to count those votes because the default is votes are counted. In order to not count a vote, they have to be rejected through a majority vote of objection by Congress. Which that law was not even a law yet, right? No. The, the Electoral Act, Counting Act was in 1877. Right. But it, 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 you're right. exactly. And it doesn't change the fact that the default is to count. Right. So, so they didn't even have the he, chance to of the objection issue even at that right. point. So I imagine had, the Congress could have objected, yeah. you know, if there was something, but it wasn't Tom Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson didn't make any decision. Right. He counted what was there. He counted what was there outside of an objection or a reason not to count. He had to count it. That was not a decision. That is the default. And I was talking to JC earlier today and I mentioned for you football people out and there. Still, that's not the same saying some anecdote about what Jefferson did is not the same thing as saying the constitution says the right. constitution gives the power right. to. Right. Well, he, uh, number one, he was not executing his own choice, right? So he would have had to reject that, those uh, to exercise a choice because the default is the votes. Right. Pence is being told that he can reject votes without a constitutional vote, which is un without a congressional vote, which is unconstitutional. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want people to see that there's a difference between accepting votes and rejecting them. And then, as you said, as I as I said in the Facebook post, even if Jefferson did, which he did not exercise a choice to include those votes, he would have been in violation of the Constitution and parliamentary law at the time. And Jefferson's hypothetical past lawlessness can never justify any future or current lawlessness, not for any reason. Yeah. Okay. So um, we. So the objections, it has to be objected, Senate again, Senate House vote, make their right. decisions. Right. And so what will happen tomorrow? Right. Which is what's happening tomorrow. And as I mentioned to JC, for our sports fans out there, it's kind of like at a football game. If the referee makes a call and somebody throws the flag to challenge the call, the standard is the call on the field stands unless the review unanimously overturns the stand. Tommy Collins is our friend. Yes. If the if the review does not overturn the call on the field to a certain standard, then by default, the call on this field stands. So that's the same way that works for the objection to the vote, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because I was, I had, I had pitched you a question, you know, because I was trying to think it through when people are saying everything about Pence, and you know, the electoral count happens in a joint session, mm -hmm. and Pence is the presiding officer. Mm -hmm. uh, he receives the objections, the joint session uh, suspends, and the House and Senate go to vote separately. Mm -hmm. And then they come back with their results. So mm -hmm. I, I was saying to you, wow, well, what if the House says no and the Senate says yes, that's technically a tie. Wouldn't 
uh, Wooden uh, Pence decided as the presiding officer. So we went again and looked very carefully mm -hmm. at how the the uh, how the law is written and what the Constitution says. Mm -hmm. And it basically, in a nutshell, says it has to they have to agree. They have to agree in to order reject. to reject yes. the objection. So if it's a if it's House says no, Senate says yes, yes, then uh, the, to reject the, the votes. So if the House says no and Senate says yes, then the votes have to be counted. Right. I'm going to show you a good source here for you. A good quick source. Then I'm going to come back here to this page nine. I'll show you the beginning here. So this is the Congressional Research Service uh, updated December 8, 2020, counting electoral votes and overview of procedures of the joint session, including objections by members of Congress. You can find this online. Now, another thing that you want to understand about the whole Pence thing is something that that really sort of solidified in my mind after reading this again, because I did a whole show on this and this was my resource then. But the joint session doesn't vote on anything. Right. So Pence does not preside over the vote because once the objection is made, the joint session is suspended mm -hmm. and the House and the Senate separate and go then operate under House parliamentary rules and Senate parliamentary rules. Right. So once the vote, once the objection is made, then the joint session is suspended. Pence doesn't preside over anything. He goes to the Senate then and pres presides with the Senate as the Senate president just right. over the Senate. Right. So you can't say that he has some kind of control over the entire joint session vote because uh, the joint session doesn't exist during the vote. Mm -hmm. And remember, the default is count. You have to have a unanimous to overturn the count. Yes, and that is a vote, um, project awareness, that is a vote um, by individual members. This, the vote yes. by state delegations, as described in Article 2 and 12th Amendment, happens in the case of a tie. Right, right. So, so. That, that is the provision that is in uh, uh, the 12th Amendment and, yeah. again, in Article, Article two. 2. It is only the case when there is a tie in the electoral vote, electoral not vote. in the popular vote, right, right. Uh, not in even in the... Yes. the separate vote for the objections, right, right? Right. That is only the process if there is a tie in the electoral electoral college, electoral college vote. Correct. That is not going to happen this time. No. Uh, so, you know, that's not even an issue that we need to discuss. So as a reminder, I mean, and I was reminded again, looking very carefully through um, three U.S. Code 15, the Electoral Count Act. Uh, well, Section 15 is only one. I mean, you have to go through right. 16, 17 and 18 sure. to really get the full picture, sure. which is why I love. But, the, I, but I was reminded the again, CRS study that cheat sheets <laughs> where it said um, that the states will certify um, the electoral, the electors uh, mm -hmm. cast according to state law. Mm -hmm. It says that twice. And and then certify, you know, what or actually it says o certify only those votes that were mm -hmm. cast according to law. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact of the matter is they certified votes that were not cast according mm -hmm. to state law. So and I I'm, I'm happy for everybody in D.C., but I want to reiterate we're going to D.C. to stop the steal. The steal happened in the states. Yes. Your state executives. Yes. That's who stole the election. Yes, exactly. That is a really, really important point. Certified those electors. This this stop the steal is there to let your representatives know. And we ought to be pointing back at the states because remember, this is not the last election we will ever hold either. Right. So if we are not focused on the state level hypothetically would be we <laughs> wouldn't kidding. have a future election so we this is not our last election again i said yesterday this is not the worst crisis america has ever been through so let's not freak out right so the solution still rests in the state level somebody said in the chat room and i didn't catch it look at all these people in twitch jc I, awesome. goes, I know good man job, twitch. good job twitch really guys <laughs> so happy to see you guys today anyway um if we don't take this home, 
right? Somebody says, oh, okay, so what you're telling us, Chrisanne, is they stole the election. Maybe. Uh, maybe, but here's the point. Do you want them to steal the next 20 years of them if that actually is the case? So the question then becomes, where do we go from here? Now, that can only be remedied at the state level. Look, it is the Georgia Secretary of State that is refusing to allow the people of Georgia to have their property in their hand and do a proper forensic audit on this. That is a state thing. That right. is not a federal thing. Yeah. So you, why, you, why vote if they're going to keep stealing? Why not stop the steal that's occurring in your state? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't stop voting. Okay. We don't start stop participating because somebody is breaking the law and cheating. Okay. We keep voting because number one, that's our duty. And remember, we are let me let me just drop this little morality thing in there for you. We will be, and this is just Chris Ann speaking, you can take it however you want. We will be eternally accountable for what we do. And I got this sneaky suspicion that if we stand before God one day and God says, so, hey, why'd you quit? And, and we said, well, because, you know, they were cheating. God says, oh, really? OK, so I'll hold them accountable for cheating. So now I have to hold you accountable for quitting. So this is an interesting statement, uh, Spencer. No state will change anything. Mm. That's exactly what happened. Actually. Yes. That's exactly that, right. That's why that we are where we are. Opposite. <laughs> the state changed something. Yes. Yes. And and why did they change it? Because the other side is influencing our states rather than us. Yes. So apparently the left knows that the states change things if you control uh -huh. the state. But we on the right, apparently we don't understand that states change things. Because why we is quit. why if we say if we say the vote is fraudulent, where did that happen? It happened in the states because, yeah, the states changed things. They just did. Five states influenced by the left instead of us uh, changed law illegally, yes. unconstitutionally, and illegally certified an unconstitutional slate of electors. So the governor that certified so yeah, states changed things. has to be held accountable. The secretary of state that is hiding is is suppressing evidence, hiding evidence and even allegedly destroying evidence needs to be held accountable. The uh, the uh, election secretary of elections needs to be held accountable because none of them are standing up. They need to be standing up. They're the culprits. This is where it's happened at the state level. Uh, the Nancy Pelosi did not make this happen. Played no role. In your state election, Mitch McConnell had no role, no in, this. role in your state election. Um, you can argue that the Supreme Court has paid a role in the election, but they the did. rally is not going to affect the Supreme Court in any way. No, they changed. They changed this election by allowing the states to, to change, to change the, election. the election because they they mm -hmm. would not receive the constitutional lawsuit from Texas. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's the one way that the yeah. that the Supreme Court interfered with a legal election. So you have permitted an illegal right, election. Right. And if you're talking about holding these people accountable, by the way, they have to be held accountable at the state level. Right. The state, the state resident, level, the residents of that right. state uh, is who holds their state representatives mm -hmm. accountable. Right. And that takes that takes defining the target, organizing, uh, networking, right. coalition building messaging, education, 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 fact gathering. I mean, all of the things that you do in, in activism, mm -hmm. but we, our activism has been focused elsewhere. We neglected the States. Right. That's what allowed these people to take over mm -hmm. our States and through control of our States, they have now affected the running of the federal government. Hey, this is something that I see quite a bit. Somebody, mentioning that it's time to secede and it just whoop, we just got a whole bunch of stuff in it whenever oh there it is uh time to secede and divorce from dc darren says let me let me give you something else to think about there okay america what it was formed as the greatest liberty focused constitutional republic that the world has ever seen 
the Constitution still embodies those principles. America can still be those things. After all the work that our founders went through, after everything that we've done to make improvements, why would we leave those who hate America with all our hard work and start over again? Mm -hmm. Why? I, that's why I'm, I believe every state has a contractual right to secede. You are not in, this is a contract between states, not an indentured slavery, not even a, a temporary slavery. This is, this is a contract between the states. And every, con every party in a contract has the opportunity to leave the contract, especially if the terms of the contract are being broken by members of the contract. So secession is absolutely the right of every state in the union. However, I am not a secessionist because I don't want to leave those who hate America with all the good work. I want to keep it and build on it. So I'm, I'm torn. I am an expulsionist, right? Right. Because the contract law. Kick them out. The contract law remedy to multiple party contracts where one member is violating a multiple party yeah. contract right. is that you you kick them expel out of the, you the violators. Expel the violators. The, the ones adhering to the contract don't leave the contract. Don't leave the they contract. They kick out the ones who are violating yes. the contract. If you are violating, if you have a multi-party contract and one person or two people are violating the contract, you expel them from the benefits and the relationship of the contract. But you don't you don't let the violators keep the contract and everybody else has yeah, to leave. It's it's I almost mean, it's just crazy. Well, it's it's almost um we're almost beyond that because the 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 sort of makeup is no longer state versus state it's urban versus non-urban mm -hmm. so who are i will you, say jefferson would tell the, you it's always been that way but right i i understand mm -hmm. um so in that case who do you what do you where do you where are the separations yeah right because you can't say just take for instance and i've said jokingly you know put a wall between california and the rest of whatever but we know not all california it's not all california we know tremendous patriotic areas of california like northern california so you're really just talking about the urban areas of san francisco the urban areas of la uh, and even even la with this is what's crazy even within the city of la mm -hmm. we know tons of patriots that live in la so yeah. it's a very difficult thing um, when you when you get down to talk about secession separation, I mean, it's hard to unwind that um, with all due respect out there. Secession is not treason. You cannot be held uh, if if a contract is being violated, then the terms of the contract that bind the parties together are also violated. Mm -hmm. This is you would have to say it's against the law to leave a contract that's but been you, violated. But so you, that's not treason. That is not the definition of treason. Aiding and abetting an enemy is treason. Leaving an, a contractual agreement in which your which your rights and the agreement itself are being violated is not treason. But so. you've talked about a a sort of political and economic form of secession yes. in the sense of. What's well, pu punishing punishing the other states right right the states basically right. standing against uh the other states within this mutual contract right the states have to stand against the other states it's a you, political you, you, and economic expulsion you, you give them warnings you yeah. it's like a sanction of a country right, right. you're going to sanction that state for not following the contract and right. that's the proper contract law remedy yep yep yeah so i mean again that's not saying that there's nothing to be done in dc i mean mm -hmm. All of what's going on in D.C. has mm -hmm. a purpose. Right. But the real work of the real work of of, of dealing with this will have to happen in, <clears throat> at the state and local level. So now part of the premise that people are saying, oh, well, then it's communism tomorrow and it's all over. Well, the premise is if Donald Trump's not in the presidential office, then there's no more America. Uh, I would say if biden in, is in office then we have to get back in our states mm -hmm. and take back control of our states yeah. in order to fight his communist agenda can i just say something jc because i'm really kind of irritated by this idea that if biden wins the election communism will be everywhere and america's over okay that is an insult to the foundation that has been laid in america i do we are not greece 
We are not Italy. We are not a European country. Communism, you know, as a, and I know that's not probably the proper form of word that I'm using, but government force is not going to fly in America the way it is fly it is flown in foreign countries. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we now have people, we come on, for Pete's sakes, we have people refusing to shut down their businesses, refusing to wear masks. Th these are the same kind of people, and I know it seems like a stretch, but these are the same kind of people who are going to still be standing. And I'm going to tell you, as the oppression becomes greater and greater, as the heat gets hotter and hotter, there'll be more and more people who will stand. This is not going to happen in America. I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy fight. I'm not going to say there's not going to be any fight. I'm just going to say it's not going to happen here, and not to the extent and the end in the uh swiftness that is being yeah. broadcast and, and nobody's classifying republican as what is patriotic no so i don't i don't know where jerry oh, i don't know maybe what, he's what's stuck in jerry's ears but yeah maybe that's jerry's not what new. anybody here is saying no 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 and we always say Trump's not the answer and Pence is not the answer that's why we said you need to get back local but but it's very clear mm -hmm. um Biden and Harris are uh, will uh, Harris is clearly a, a communist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no question about right. that. And then, and then uh, Biden is a go along, a go along socialist. Right. He's a he's a he's a deep state state communist, right? She's by she's the way, um, there are, there are frogs. So in the certainly pot. we want Trump instead of those guys. Yes, there are frogs in the pot, Paul, but not all of us are frogs, and so it's not too late. As right. long as there are remnant, it is never too late. That's right. By the way, I am so glad. Can I just say this on the record, JC? I am so glad that our founders don't didn't think the way some of the people we see in America think. Yeah. The people who who consider themselves conservatives or constitutionalists. I'm glad our founders didn't think that way because um, they went up against the biggest government in the world. Yeah, there's no way those they never thought it was over. Right, and and there's so. there's no way those folks, all the people that I've seen and listened to today in Washington D.C. Nobody thinks nobody it's thinks over. that nobody yeah. nobody's nobody going to roll over and stop. I right. mean, if it doesn't turn out the way they want, we're going to go back to our states and we're going to fight. Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me comfort. We're going to fight through our states. Said I mean, no founders. that's what we're going to do. That's so what we're going to do. I don't I don't think a majority of of uh, of the patriots have a have a bloodlust at this moment. Yeah. Uh, again, we've talked about the the right the right of revolution. I mean, it's right. in our very declaration of independence. Um, that is a right. And when we're there, we're there, but I don't think that is the consensus at the moment. Um, everybody have to make that decision for themselves. But I, I believe again, if it doesn't turn out like most of the folks want, if, if, you know, if the, if the whole notion is we have to get Trump back in and, and again i believe it's a fraudulent election because of the violation of state election laws mm -hmm. and illegally certified electors so if if that doesn't go our way um then again it's the net what 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 do we do what's the next thing you mm -hmm. have to get back in your state and fight to regain control of your state and fight in your state and resist in your state because it was the uh infiltration and capturing of our state governments and of our county electoral processes that caused this to happen. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't, Oh, there's nothing we can do and, and ignore where it came from in the first place. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, how in the world uh, are, would we, Georgia, for instance, you look at what the secretary of state's done and all those folks in Fulton County and the supervisor of elections and, and all those people, all that, what they did and, all we're going to talk about is Nancy Pelosi and all of those people who actually carried out the fraud on that and level. Criminal activity. Get at the, a free pass. Yeah. A, the criminality at the secretary of state of Georgia level is just crazy. No, you we have to get back yeah. to our states and clean out the rat's nest or we're going to be right back. I don't care what you do in D.C. And if Trump gets in again, you're going to be right back here in the same mess. If, if somebody doesn't catch a snap. And decide to get control of their state and local governments. We have to get into uh, whatever party apparatus you feel yeah. like attaching yourself to the the the, the chairpersons, the committee men and committee women, uh, county commission, city council, state legislatures, all of those areas. We've got to build networks, can organize. I, can I interrupt for just and a second get to here. work? Okay. Um, and if you don't start teaching the upcoming generations 
everything that you're fighting for today is absolutely lost because then we'll be right back to where we are. You send your kids to the government schools that are going to teach you, teach them that everything that you're trying to turn around and fix is completely wrong. And then you raised up, sent out a whole new generation of people right. that are going to turn right back to the government for everything that they have. Yeah. So this is not, by the way, JC and I have told you this for years. This is not a one thing thing. Do not get so myopically focused that we we lose the fact no general is going to go into a war and say we're going to attack on this front and leave all the others alone right, right? you're yeah. going to die if we're that's not, your battle we're not killing werewolves there's no silver bullet there is no silver bullet teach your children but in order to teach your children you have to learn first and and the the sad truth is people don't know what they don't know and we've been teaching the wrong thing about the Constitution for so stinking long that can I just sound arrogant for a second? You simply don't know what you don't know. L let me invite you to go to Chris to libertyfirstuniversity.com. Just take one class and, and figure it out. Figure out what you don't know. Look, JC, how many how many things can you count of the things that you didn't know that you found out you knew? Or, or that you needed to know, you didn't know, but you found out you needed to know just from the generality of the Constitution class. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, just that, Just from the very first just class. Just that one class, you know, just opens up your perspective, completely alters your perspective mm -hmm. of of our constitutional foundation. I mean, because you, you, you start, you see, you see the, right. the lineage, if you will, the legacy and, and the roots of the, the the principles and realizing how our founders were standing on on solid ground. Yeah, it's somebody with centuries of solid. I was ground. talking to somebody today, and you know uh, how that he was like, we're not. This is not quite like 1776, and not like the time of our founders and all that. I said, no, but it is because he said because they really didn't have a constitution. No, but they mm. did. Yeah, they did have a constitution. They did and have so a constitution. Just that knowledge when you go through right. all the charters and all that. I mean, it totally changes your perspective. Hey, um, Hi Pockets, if you're a student at LibertyFirstUniversity.com, you will know why it's the courts that are first corrupted, yeah, but yeah. they're not the first place to start the fix. And so that's but why they this, are a place. That's, but they that's, are a that's place. That's the whole thing. It's a multifaceted thing right. that's going on because the infiltration is at every level. So and you have, I have to pick your area. Look, Carl Snowden says easily my favorite class at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. Yeah. yeah? So uh, we have we have a lot of history that that is just simply being ignored. And and I don't again, even if you've read the 5000 year leap. Um, no, that does not teach you the history of the Constitution from from a perspective that helps you really understand just how detailed yeah. our history really is and the human nature of rep repeating. A Amen, that. Melissa. Ron Paul curriculum. Our son takes the Ron Paul curriculum. I mean, yeah, we talk oh, about homeschool all the time. That's another oh. that's another thing. It, it is made yes. so easy for you today that because we've homeschooled our son from day one and yeah. and it's a job. It's been a job. But I'm telling you, as the years went by, there's so many options now and so many ways yeah. that make it so much more manageable for mm -hmm. parents. It, it, it is no longer a full time job. You can do it. And so we have to get our kids out of these freaking brainwashing you uh, concentration camps known as public school. Yeah, you keep sending your kid to the government school, we're yeah. still going to keep fighting this right. fight forever. You, you can't sustain a republic with a generation educated in public school. Not yeah. going to happen. And if we don't if we don't get back to our states, if we don't come back to our states yeah. and start working with a state and local perspective, yeah, republic is lost. You can't keep a cuz this republic is built to be controlled from the state level. Hey, look who's in the chat room, JC. Amen. Hey, Frank. Happy to have you. I feel so honored. I'm like, wow, now like I'm celebrity nervous because Frank's in the audience. We don't have celebrities <laughs> show up. We never That's have celebrities crazy. show up. Thank you, wow. Frank. And it's the super chat all the well, too. So, hey, that's guys. Like, that's like Alex Jones walking into the studio. I know, like man. Big time celebrity like, is ah. in the house. Holy <laughs> mackerel. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Got me all off track. I got goosebumps now. I know, right? Frank. Frank is in our chat room. That's wow. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, what happens? And this came to me. This is another question that I got on social media. I've been trying to deal with lots of questions on social media today. What happens 
if the election is not uh, decided by January 20th? What if there is still questions, still confusion, whatever? Because that is a possibility. Because remember, the Supreme Court is actually still going to be hearing a case Right. Two days after Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania lawsuit. Yeah, the Pennsylvania not lawsuit. Settled, not even not, heard. No, not settled, not even heard yet. So you could get to the 20th and not have a resolution. Right. And so the question comes, what happens then? Now, are you sitting down? You got your seatbelt on. You're focused in on the camera. Tell us, because I want to Ears are open. Are you ready? Yeah. Our founders, honestly, truly, genuinely believed that it would not be a big deal if we didn't have a president for a few months. Right. They actually thought it would be okay for us not to have a president or a vice president for a few months, even if you had to redo an election. Surely that would be forcing the people back to their states. Wow. That would be great. No. Well, here's the problem. Because the president of the United States does not carry the power that we think he does. As a matter of fact, I mean, think about our framers. Like, it'd be no big deal if you didn't have a president for a few months. Government still runs without the president. The only thing they said that would be held up if the president was not, you know, there was no president is Congress couldn't pass any laws. And then if they couldn't pass, you know, they'd have to be delayed in passing their laws until the president comes. That's what I'm saying, JC. I mean, how great would it be if Congress couldn't pass any laws for a few months? Yeah, I'm thinking that's a stinking victory. (laughs) Right. Right. So our friends, our founders who were our friends, our founders are telling us, hey, you're freaking out over nothing here, people. It wouldn't be a big deal if you didn't have a president of the United States for a few months. The problem is we have put so much unconstitutional responsibility and the and the um, the unconstitutional responsibility and unconstitutional power in the hands of the president. We've had that. Now, the the question is, uh, would Nancy Pelosi be president of the United States? She would not be president of the United States. She might be acting president of the United States. But you see, that was not even in the minds of our founders. When our founders wrote about who would cover for the president, it was the vice president. If there were no president or vice president, they specifically said, JC, it should not be the Speaker of the House or the Senate or or, um, someone from the Senate. Hmm. Because then, you know what happens if the Speaker of the House or someone from the Senate acts as president? This is what James Madison and George Mason said. At that point in time, what's to prevent them from delaying the election of a president indefinitely so that they could remain acting president? Then you have parties who are now co-opting the office. I say if you want to build a wall, we should build a wall around D.C. Oh. That's where I think the wall should go. We should give our, our decent people time to evacuate. We have good people there. We have good people in D.C. Yeah. But who lives in D.C.? Don't most people live outside of D.C.? In Ver- Maryland and Virginia? Wall it off. Wall, Wall it, it off. off. <laughs> no business. No business shall be conducted. So as shocking the as it may be. The new autonomous zone. As shocking as it may be, it would not be a bad thing for us not to have a president for a few months. Or Congress. Or Congress. Or Supreme Court. By the way, we are not supposed to. Our constitutional republic was not designed to have a continually sitting Congress. It wasn't supposed to be a full-time job for them. They had to come home to the people. That was the stipulation. I am. uh, I'm starting to lean my buddy Tho's way and having a longing for the Articles of Confederation. Yeah. But even that was a central government to some extent. Well, I'd like to go further. I think people who who (laughs) clamor for this, the Articles of Confederation, really haven't done a complete study on how bad they were. Tongue in cheek, but in the sense of just shut them down. Shut the central government down. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They already do a billion times more than they're supposed to do anyway. Eisner, so, my, my, par- my parlor is K.A. Hall 1776. I actually had a parlor under K.A. Hall, but I don't know how to get to it. I'm going to have to. So I'll the, remove the extra one. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. how do you remove it if you can't I, get I, in I, it? I'll I just pick up the phone and call them. Oh, hey, bro, okay. there you take go. this off. Yeah. So anyway, maybe you can, can you Dan imagine? Bongino, can you imagine him, how much you got? You owe us, Dan. Can you imagine how much money we would save 
if you just turn the DC lights off, like no more federal government for, I mean, goodness gracious, every 90 minutes they spend almost $80 billion. Yeah. If you just shut it down for a week, mm-hmm. imagine how much money we'd save. Well, I don't know. We, Shutting it down, you still no pay time. all those people. No, but I, no, I'm saying no pay, no nothing. You're done. <gasps> JC wants to starve families and make them homeless. That's exactly right. So um, Nate if says. you're a resident of D.C., I have no opinion. How do you get people to understand their state and local elections are really more important? I mean, that's all the people worry about is D.C. We're trying. Okay. We, well. Nate, you know this. We're working really hard. That's what Noncompliant is all about, the movie yeah. Noncompliant. That's what we teach at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. But here's the real answer to your question. D.C. has to keep failing. That's it. You just have to keep the, the all these people that put D.C. up on a pedestal, and, and it just has to keep failing. Because you're asking D.C. to do things they're not designed to do, nor do you want them to do. Look, you want Trump, you want Pence to be the answer to all of this? Then here's the problem. Um I want you to go to Wikipedia. Now, I know Chrisanne's telling people to go to Wikipedia. I don't always tell people to go to Wikipedia. But go to Wikipedia and just do a simple search, U.S. presidents. Okay? In that is very accurate information. It's just a chart, a chronological order of the presidents of the, of the United States. Look at how presidents are elected. Democrat, Republican. Democrat, Republican. Republican. At one point, JC, we actually had three Republicans in a row, but that has only happened twice. We've also had Democrats in a row. But there is always one thing that you will always, always notice. That there will always be the opposing party in office. So you're not going to hold, if you think that the Republicans are the answer to all the questions, you are not going to hold the Republican office forever. So there will be a Democrat who will then hold that authority to almost to, seems orchestrated, to doesn't it? Keep you right to keep themselves in office forever. Now, if you're a Democrat, and 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 I'm just not saying a Democrat, but these people who are trying to overthrow America have always had the long-term goal. Yeah. How successful would you be in your long-term goal to keep yourself into office all the time if you can somehow convince your enemy to accept that for themselves? If you if it's their turn next if time. it's their yeah. turn next time right? it's all orchestrated it's all orchestrated hey Trump people want him Pence to do this and Trump now all of a sudden you've argued for it Pence has done it but Pence and Trump aren't president anymore and now it's in the hands of the enemy and they're gonna be like hello um dude you did this so we get to be it too so breaking news out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> It's sparking off in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania GOP refuses to seat a Democrat lawmaker in the state legislature and remove the lieutenant governor from presiding. Nice. (laughs) See how powerful the state is. This is your state. Uh, Senator DT says, what about the lack of commander in chief? I don't want to spoil anybody's party, but we don't have a commander in chief right now either. You see, the commander in chief only exists when there's a formal declaration of war. And we haven't had a formal declaration of war. And I'm talking constitutionally speaking. We haven't had a formal declaration of war since World War II. So if you're going to follow the Constitution, if you're going to be a constitutionalist, if you're going to be a liberty person, then you must understand that Donald Trump isn't even the commander in chief now. And by the way, I'm pretty sure that the generals can run the battles for a few months without a president. All right, you have a big interview coming up. What's up, I AJ? A big interview that's um, coming up. What is what is the show you're going to be on? Uh, it is Flashpoint on the, on uh, on uh, the um, Kenneth Copeland Kepler Network. Copeland Network. Okay. Yes, cool. So awesome. it's all right, guys. Flashpoint with uh, George with I'm sorry with Gene Bailey. I apologize. So I will be on at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time Flashpoint with Gene Daly on the Kenneth Copeland Network. Amen, Carolyn. We're adults. We have a right to choose Yep. whether somebody sticks some experimental biological agent into our body or not. Yeah, it's we learned it's not a vaccine. Not going to happen in it's, this house. Hey, not, look, not a vaccine. In, unless they vaccinate corpses because yeah. they're going to have to take me out in a body bag. Yep. It's not a vaccine. It's an experimental biological, biological agent. agent. 
it can't even be a vaccine because it has not even been tested. By the way, people are dropping dead. Don't take it. God bless you guys. We will, oops, let me get back over here. We will see you tomorrow. Yeah.